0: Nanotechnology has always been something interesting to me over the years. So I wanted to focus on something that affects every single person in this world. And one thing that affects us is UV rays. Now, firstly, what is nanotechnology? Nanotechnology often uses materials on a molecular level. The measuring scale is often 1 to 100 nanometers. The required nanoparticles we can have around us are like 1 nanometer. For reference, human hair is 50,000 to 100,000 nanometers thick. Now, as climate change has been affecting everyone from coast to coast, we are seeing a rapid um influx of buying sunscreen now you may think sunscreen has nothing to do with climate change but yeah it does the uv rays that are hitting us are making us age faster and giving us more wrinkles and also giving us more serious conditions like skin cancer so The person who invented the first sunscreen with SPF was Franz Gator. After he got sunburned climbing the Alps, he wanted to invent something that will obviously not get him sunburned in extreme temperatures. He isn't the first to get sunscreen. Milton Blake came before him and his company is still around to this day. Many ancient cultures have also tried to protect their skin from the sun. Like in ancient Egypt, how they use rice or jasmine. But he is a prominent figure just because he created SPF and sunscreen that absorbs the UV rays. So... Anti-aging has become more prominent over the years, whether it be beauty standards, um, health reasons, etc. So, especially when we live in a time where climate change is getting worse, we need to be mindful of the UV index. Now, the UV index, it basically fluctuates from day to day. It can be super high one day or super low. Another, For example, it can be super low on a rainy day or a cloudy day, but it's still there. And it can be super high on a very sunny day. So it's basically a summer versus winter thing. Before the destruction of the environment, the Earth obviously was cooler than what it is right now, causing people not to care that much about going out in the sun for too long um but it surely wasn't popular before either so now it's become much more popular these days even on rainy days we are advised to wear sunscreen um also as i was researching sunscreen it helps with hyperpigmentation something that affects a lot of people of color And the sunscreen that doesn't use zinc oxide or titanium dioxide often leaves a white cast on darker skin tones, showing that it is a visible sunscreen that reflects the UV rays instead of absorbing them. With zinc oxide in the sunscreen, the formula will be transparent. It will look like there is no sunscreen applied on your body at all, leaving no hints of a white cast, which is uh, often an obvious white looking cream on darker skin now i want to delve deeper into the nanotechnology used in these sunscreens as i mentioned before zinc oxide nanoparticles have become extremely popular in sunscreen or in cosmetics in general since nanoparticles are tiny they will reach your skin and help absorb those uv rays and turn them into energy and energy being like helping create less hyperpigmentation cells like kind of dulling it down zinc oxide in general protects the skin and prevents skin cancer it can also help with burns or even something as simple as a diaper rash these nanoparticles are made through the chemical reaction of sodium bicarbonate with zinc anode in a lab chemically of course i mentioned before something called titanium dioxide this one is interesting because it's is also used in paint as an artist this chemical intrigued me because that's where titanium white got its name now there has been a debate on which is better zinc oxide or titanium dioxide zinc is far superior because it can block long-distance UV rays, while titanium oxide only blocks short distances. They both can be used for better coverage of the skin, obviously being combined in many sunscreen formulas. Continuing on with Franz Greider, his company called PizBoon was created Um, To mainly market for glacier cream, when you go to mountains for hiking and stuff like that. But he was also a businessman, so he knew the importance of marketing to the masses, to everyone he could get his hands on. So over time, he tried to make his solution that everyone can use it. His introduction to SPF has led to so many brands using his idea. However, he didn't try and make his company the only one who could use it. Many other brands followed in suit. Even even L'Oreal did, which was one of the major companies that we have in society today. This is obviously for the people's benefits. And something like sunscreen, would be hard to access if only high-end companies could produce it. And poor people would find it harder to get past the fact that um, being exposed to the sun would cause higher rates of skin cancer among people. The benefits are high for nanotechnology and sunscreen, but many people often don't talk about the disadvantages. For example, the cream can clump together when trying to apply instead of smoothly separating, but that is something that is just annoying. Other than that, the nanoparticles do not harm your skin, your body, nothing. It is a great way of avoiding harmful. Praise from the sun.